Okay, welcome to the Rejects Roundtable. Thank you, everybody who's on. <laughs> I'd like to introduce the roundtable. We have the OG Reject Andy. Hello. We have the uh, Reject Gypsy. <laughs> we have the Reject D Paula. Art RT in the house. We have the Reject E Stacy. I know. And we also have the rejectee, John. But he just but, went to share the post. Oh. There we go. Hi, John. He's back. I'm back. I'm here. Hey. Hello, so tonight John. Tonight we're going to be talking about a specific location. Um, just before we start our post, we'd like for everybody to know this is an 18 and over podcast. If you were under the age of 18, I suggest you get off. It's not, it's not appropriate for you. Um, the, uh, the location that we're speaking about is no trespassing. You can no longer go on to this property, go in the building. We're not telling anybody to do that. Uh, you will get a, a, a ticket or arrested, whichever Mineral Wells decides to do. Um, so to start this off, we're going to have uh, OG Reject Andy to do a brief history on the location that we're speaking about. Good evening, guys. All right, so Fort Walters. Good evening. Uh, Fort Walters uh, Beach Army Hospital. So the hospital itself was built in 1950. Let me tell you a little bit of history about Fort Walters itself, though. It's based in Mineral Wells, Texas. Originally named Camp Walters, it was an army camp from 1925 to 1946. During World War II, it was, uh, at the time, one of the largest infantry Sorry replacement training centers in the United States, which is pretty cool. So a lot of the training, you know, the army trainers and stuff was there during World War II. Uh, it was for, um, oh my goodness, I'm sorry guys, my head just went. So it was commanded by Major General Bruce Magruder. During World War II, Camp Walter served as a POW camp. Now what's interesting on that is, uh, I've seen a German coin out there, so that's interesting. During World War II, uh, after the war, the camp was deactivated for several years. It became it became an Air Force base during 1951. The mission of the Air Force Engineers Camp Walters was the location where two of the war's most famous enlisted infantrymen underwent basic training, Audie Murphy and Eddie Brovik. Audie Murphy, this during World War II, Audie Murphy... Uh, completed basic training at Camp Walters, and he was one of the most decorated American combat soldiers of World War II. Wasn't he a Marine? Or was he I Army? I, I, I think he was Marine. I'm not really I, quite sure. I thought he was, uh, I thought he was Marine. Uh, he received every military combat award for valor available for the U.S. Army. No, it's definitely Army. And as well as French and Belgian awards for heroism. At the age of 19, Murphy received the Medal of Honor single-handedly holding off an entire company of German soldiers for an hour. I couldn't imagine doing that. That must have been bloody scary. Um, after World War II, like I said, it became an Air Force base during 1951 to 1956. Um, and it was a special category Army personnel with the Air Force. For short, skull waff. <laughs> um, and then the interesting bit. So from 1956 
1973, it was used primarily for the United States Army Helicopter School. And that was the primary helicopter school. So the story goes, if you was based there during 1956 to 1973, you was going out to uh, Vietnam. And let me tell you why. So there's some names down here. Um, the facility started with one heliport, main and four stage fields at its site. And it had three heliports. A main heliport, Downing Field, and Dempsey Field. And 25 stage fields. Now, here, forgive my reading because they're all Vietnamese names. So you got Pinto, Sundance, Ramrod, Mustang, Rohide, Bronco, Wrangler, Anke, Beklu, Benkat, Ben Ho, Camran. Basically, the area, of, I'm not going to say them all because they're all bloody awkward. But basically, the area of mineral wells and the surrounding areas resembled uh, the Da Nang Valley. And that was one of the primary spots where a lot of the military action took place during the Vietnam War. So they wanted to train the helicopter pilots. And while they were training the helicopter pilots, they were basically killing two birds with one stone. Because they set the local area up to how it would be in the Da Nang Valley. So that's a pretty cool piece of history for you. Um, obviously, there was uh, losses during training. And uh, all that cool stuff. Now, during the Vietnam War, the hospital was set up for 700 patients. It could, it could carry up to 700 patients. And during the Vietnam War, it was set up for people that had been injured... And allegedly, uh, there was experimental treatments that was been done on that location. So I would imagine if you got burnt or something like that, they would have some sort of experimental treatment they would treat you with. Or if you, you know what I'm saying? If you had some sort of special injury. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much the history of that. Um, it's It closed down in 1973 and it lay dormant for almost 20 years, uh, 50 years, I apologize. And that's when we went in there and we got to investigate that location. And I guess our story moves on from there. So I'll let you start, Stacey, and, and uh, we'll go from there. So Beach, uh, Fort Walters Beach Army, um, it was a very interesting location. Uh, the very first time that uh, I went into Beach Army, I was uh, investigating with another group. And um, my daughter Gypsy was with me at the time. And she was just really excited about going to look throughout the hospital. Um, and I had to set up downstairs. So her and another investigator took off. And I was the only one downstairs. And um, a few minutes later, I heard, hey. And I was like, hey. And I looked around and there was nobody there. So I started walking the hallway in the downstairs part. And it, there's a lot of obstacles to go around. There's holes there's debris there's all kinds of stuff and i couldn't see anybody there was nobody else down there with me i don't uh gypsy and the other investigator were doing what they do and so i went back to what i was doing in the main little i don't know what y'all the cafeteria area i'm assuming um i'm not really quite sure if that's where it was but uh then i was yeah, in there and the, i was the kitchen was right there so that was that was that was the cafeteria area uh, correct Okay, so I was trying to set up yeah. and get my stuff together, and I just all of a sudden heard whistling, and it was it was like this little song, you know, 
it was a whistle, but it was like a, a tune. And I was like, okay, I can't whistle. So I know that wasn't me. So I went around looking around and I was like, well, maybe there's somebody in the building, you know, I really need to kind of investigate this. So yeah, nothing, nothing ever. I, I couldn't find anybody. So when my daughter and, and the other investigator walked down, I was like, Hey, you know, y'all just left me in this building. And, you know, she goes, Oh, we just went upstairs. And I was just, I went down in the basement and I was just like, well, let me tell you what just happened to me. Cause it's weird. <laughs> so later on that evening, I was in the same location by myself it, at, at this time it was dark and uh, I had a rock thrown at me in the cafeteria area. And so, well, y'all all know me. I was like, Oh, so you can throw rocks, but you can't show yourself. And I, you know, went from there, <laughs> but yeah, that was my first, my very first experience at beach army. Very first. That's funny that you had a rock thrown at you in that location because we were, that for our first night we had we were working with another organization we had a very small group that night i think it was maybe 10 or 12 of us total and we were in the way 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 back hallway just walking down the hallway and a rock was also thrown and it bounced off the wall were you were there for that stacy there was our i don't remember that but i first, mean first 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 night there really so yeah it, it was the same night then it was the same night so my my first uh, thing that I ever got to do was we was invited before we even got to investigate. We was invited to do a preliminary, you know what I mean. Basically, check to see if it was. Thank you, Paula. Paula, go ahead and <laughs> say the word. Hey, listen. Preliminary. So preliminary, but I was wanting to translate when he said helicopter. He meant helicopter. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to know. So, <laughs> so my, my first experience at Beach Army Hospital, there was three investigators. There was myself and then two other investigators. We uh, met the owner and we was given a, a quick guided tour. And then we was allowed to be left on his own. Uh, now, the, one of the people had a dog. He went off and did his thing. And I stayed with the other investigator. And we was going through... And all of a sudden, we had stones thrown at, at us. There's no one else in the building. And uh, then the other investigator came up and said, all right, I've seen enough. I'm out. I'm leaving. So that left us with just two in the building. We know for a fact there was only two in the building. Uh, so we carried on the investigation. And the next thing that happened, we heard voices. Well, we know for a fact there's no one else on that property. It's a big, wide open field. You can see if anyone's pulled up in cars or anything like that. There was no one else in the building. So we just carried on investigating, and then we got another stone thrown at us. It was kind of crazy. That was my first investigation. I couldn't wait to get out of there because there was only two of us. <laughs> and then we went down to Morgue, and I'm literally back-to-back -back with this other person because they wanted to keep taking pictures of the Morgue, and I didn't want to be in the Morgue. So I was like, okay, it's time to leave. It's time to leave. Oh, just one more picture. Just one more picture. 50 pictures later, we're still down there. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, no, it's time to leave now. It's definitely time to leave. So that was my first investigation at Beach Army Hospital on it. And that location for me, well, you, you've seen it. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. So that's my first investigation. Gypsy, what's yours? 
the first investigation that we were there, I remember walking into this building and just feeling like I was drunk. Like, when you're in this building, you just feel like you're going this way or that way, and you can't hardly tell, like, if you're, like, you can hardly tell if you're on the bottom floor or the top floor, and I just, rem I remember that feeling, and I remember, like, going into the hallway and immediately seating, immediately, and, mm, immediately seeing um, somebody, somebody I like at the, on the side of my, on my peripheral, I can't say words today. Peripheral, peripheral vision. Peripheral words are hard. Peripheral, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing them on the side, on like side of my view, and like I just, I just kept ignoring them because like I kind of just wanted to, I kind of just wanted to like just, just search around the building, try to get used to the building and all that because I still felt drunk for some reason, even though I don't drink, but. I remember walking down the hallway, like mom said, there's like debris and like there's hospital beds in the hallway. And automatically I see, automatically I see like somebody like running across the hall. And like, I went, I ran down, I ran down there. I looked to the side, there was nobody there. Like, it was just like this really dark figure running across the hall. And like, there was nobody there. I, me, me and other investigator were like the only people in that, only people in the hallway. And that building's really known for that. Like you could go and and if y'all tour the outside of it, it's just like it looks like like a square kinda. But if you go inside, you're lost. Like you you get lost really easy. Yeah. Uh, you think yep. you're on the fourth floor, but you're on the third floor. You think you're on the second floor, but you're on the fourth. I mean, it's really weird how you get lost in this building. It's like you go down this little rabbit hole and you don't know where you're at. And then when you get in small groups it leads you places. Like, remember that one time? I think it was still that first night we went, Andrew. And we were here, that we had that banging coming from the ceiling. And we all were following it. Remember that? I do. Um, so, I do remember one person saying, maybe it's a raccoon. And if you remember, John, we had the flashlight. And we was literally following this banging on the... the what what would you say it was for, like central heating or the AC unit? Yeah, which which uh, mind you that it, there's no electricity in this building. None of this equipment works. It's just the old, the old the vents. vents, right? So if you remember, John, we followed the banging, and then we got to a point where the vent just kind of had a gap, and there was nothing there. And then it just stopped. Yeah, it just completely stopped and and i do remember the person saying well maybe it's a raccoon but i was like no there's like if it was a raccoon you would probably hear it going the other direction because i've got my flashlight on the exit where i'm sorry andrew what what did you think it was uh, a person thought it was a raccoon a raccoon a, a raccoon. raccoon a raccoon a raccoon <laughs> uh, what, what the hell British is that lingo. A, 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 a trash panda that's a raccoon. Wrong, That's what I said. Raccoon. <laughs> so it's it's entirely possible that that could have been a raccoon, but those bangs were so hard and so yeah. echoey. There's no way a raccoon could have made that unless they were like trying to scare us off or like. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't think, think it would do that. No, I don't think it was a raccoon, John. Just, just. I don't either. 
A trash panda. I'm going to say trash panda because hey, apparently listen. the way it's, I say raccoon isn't working. It's <laughs> you can just say coon. No, you Panda can't. A coon. You hey, on a, note, on a serious note, on a serious note, guys, I, I really want a trash panda. They're so cute. Don't get one. They will tear up your house. Get That's one. what I've heard. That's one. what I've heard. I'm going to get one. But no, we tried to debunk it though, John. I couldn't explain it because you would have thought if it was an animal, let's just say if it was an animal, it could have been in a bloody skunk for all we know. But I'm sure we would have smelt the skunk. But my point is, if it had been an animal, I'm pretty sure there was there would have been some sort of evidence when we got the flashlight and we were trying to antagonize it. Would you not agree with that, John? But, no, that it was. It was. Yeah, I agree. Yes, but it was leading us. It was trying to break us up into smaller groups because that's another, like Yorktown, it's another building that likes small groups. Yeah. I agree with that. It does like small groups. I remember when uh, Andrew decided, when Andrew asked me to go for a walk with him, we started walking and I think we ended up on the third floor. I'm not really quite sure because like I said, you get just lost in the building. But uh, rocks were thrown at us then too, Andrew. Do you remember that? I do. When we were crossing over the plywood. And yeah. uh, he was like, oh, we need to turn around. We need to turn around. So why are we turning around where the rock came from? Let's Wait, just keep going forward, you know? Crossing over the plywood on the third floor, going to that yes. back surgery suite. Bit. Yes. I got a story. When you're done, I got a story about that. Yeah. Oh, I'm done. I just wanted that the rocks were flying were flying at us then, too. And we so, were hearing voices. I mean, it was it was crazy that night. It really was. So when I go into a location, I like to play music like from whatever time period the location was from. So when we would do Beach Army, I would walk through and I'd play like, you know, the military marches, taps, whatever, whatever's uh, relevant to the location. So we had just gotten there. So I was walking through the building doing this and I was up on that third floor, climbing over that plywood, going to that back surgical suite. And I'm standing in a room playing taps. This is, in, it's still daylight. It's not even, I don't think it's even six o'clock yet. Hey, Logan. Hi, Logan. Hi, Logan. Logan. How are you? It's Reject Logan. Reject Logan. In the house. So I'm up on that floor, climbed over that, that, that board. I'm literally playing taps through my Bluetooth speaker. And I'm standing in this surgical room. And, you know, taps is kind of slow. And as it finishes and the, 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 the horn dies down, I got hissed at in broad daylight from the corner of that room. And I wasn't sure... even there. No. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure Andrew will have a picture of that particular room because that was one of the... I might. I'm not sure. I've got pictures. <laughs> Whenever you throw pictures up. When you throw pictures up, if you got one of that room, I'll point it out. But that was... Uh, that scared the living Jesus out of me. I didn't run out screaming that time. Are you yeah. sure? I'm sure. I, I fucking Just because you don't have video of it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Oh, right. Didn't Damn happen. It. Never ran out of Beach Army screaming, that's for sure. I never ran out of Beach Army screaming, but I did... Run. No, I didn't actually run. That that location, for some reason... No, um, there was one occasion... Okay, guys, this is going to be so out of character. I'm not going to mention names for obvious reasons. But there was one night, there was me and two other investigators on the uh, third floor. And I don't know if you've seen it, it's, it's the Penis Palace. 
You remember the pictures of penises all over the place and that? Yeah. So, yeah, they called it and the penis think palace. I'd remember that. I'm pretty sure you would, John. No. <laughs> no. But anyway. What did I walk into? <laughs> but anyway, we was on the third floor, and um, I don't know, for some reason, I decided to leave everybody and go hide. I was like a giant six foot two ninja. Nobody could find me. No, and I was up there on my own for about thirty seconds, and I went, "Oh, I don't believe it." I'm on my own. I promise you. I promise you, I did. I couldn't I believe it myself. Notarized affidavit of this true occurrence. It was. It was a thirty second. It was a thirty second. Uh, it was a 30-second misjudgment 30 on my... Yeah, on my behalf. I was like, oh, crap. But but then I, I eye-tailed it down the stairs, and I got my, my happy ass out of there very quickly after that. So no running, but high-tailing it. Yeah, no, there's a difference to... But I'm telling you, there's some... Slight jog. There's some Slight out there jog. that... I mean, so Logan can probably attest to this, and Stacy for sure, and Gypsy for sure. Whenever I go out there, and I mentioned this, I think, on one of the previous podcasts that we did. But when I go out there, I'm a totally different person. I think we all are at that location. But I take okay. on a, di- I take on a different persona, though, John. That's my problem with it. And Stacy's in it. Can you explain to people what you send, Stacy? Oh my gosh, this man here. <laughs> so. At, at, at a previous location, at a previous time, I wasn't at one of the times that evidently uh, Andrew got really affected. And uh, so the next time that we were there, um, you know, everybody was like, you know, I really wish, you know, could you just stay with Andrew, make sure that he's okay. And I was like, okay. And so we just start walking through the building and he starts becoming this, this, Hercules kind of guy like oh is that all you got and I was like what is going on because Andrew's not like that Andrew doesn't do stuff like that Mm-mm. and I was like what is going on with you and he's like I don't know I just feel like they should they should do more they should do more and I'm like okay well what do you want them to do and he's like well I don't know but they should do more and I was just like Andrew you just need to calm down dude calm down so we start walking it, it was on the fifth floor correct or the top floor. I don't know what yeah, floor that Yeah, I think was. it's like the fourth. Fourth floor, okay. There is, so there's and, main floor, second floor, third floor, basement. Okay, well, so I, ca- I can't tell it's the fourth, the top but of the yeah, floor third. Because we, we, were, we were walking, and Andrew decides he's going to walk out on the roof. Now, everybody minds <laughs> you, it's an abandoned building. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be on the roof. For one, I'm scared of heights. And for two, I don't, I'm not going to fall. And this big ape over here just decides he's going to walk all the way to the edge. So I, <laughs> so I was like, oh, if you don't mind, I said, Andrew, if you don't get your ass back in this building, there's going to be a fight. Come on, let's go. Ooh, I'm not going to jump. I don't even worry about you jumping. I'm worried about you falling through the roof. Get over here. Oh, we're safe out here. No, we ain't safe out there. Come on. I ain't never. Andrew was just like this big, ruly guy, you know, wanting I mean, he doesn't antagonize. He doesn't call him out. He he's not like that at all. So, but he was that night, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, Andrew!" Finally, I took him outside. And I said, "Andrew, you need to calm the f down. No, just calm down. 
you know, you're, you're acting weird. What's wrong with you? So I just took him on the grass and started walking him to kind of get him to calm down. But at, right after that, another, another guest that was there in the building, they brought him down to me because he was fixing a jump off of there. Oh shit. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. You were out there, Andrew, him and his wife, uh, him and his wife, our girlfriend, he brought, she brought him back down and he was crying and he was fixing it. He, he, all he could do is see himself jumping off the building. It was crazy. I remember okay. that, actually, now. I got two things. Andrew, do you have any recollection of any of that? Okay, so... Somewhat, a little bit. I, I don't know what it is when I got there, John. Because I, cause here's the thing. And and Stacy and Logan, Logan, you've seen this at the, the bank and the, uh, the other place that we've done. Um... I come out with military terms that I don't use. I, I actually use military terms sometimes that I don't actually use in regular life. Just stupid little stuff. It's like I'm a totally different... I don't know. I feel. I guess I feel kind of invincible out there or something stupid. I don't know what it is. Invincible is the other word thing, I'd use. My other thing is the first... I think it was the first weekend we were there, or one of the first couple times we were there, I remember you saying to another investigator, you pointed up, and you said somebody jumped from there. Right. That yeah. is correct. So, I later found out uh, there was a story about a guy that was painting the side of the building. And I don't know the year or anything like that, but I was uh, I was basically given the proof that I needed because I know I can do what I can do. People call me out for it and say I'm bullshit or whatever. I don't care. But there was a painter and apparently he had an accident and he fell out his, fell out of the uh, thing he was using. And he fell to his death four floors down. So I kind of think that that may have been... In my eyes, it was a suicide. That's the way I'm looking at it. But apparently he fell out of out of the basket that he was using to paint the side of the building. Well, if I'm not mistaken, Gypsy actually said the same thing, that somebody had jumped from there. Yeah. I remember, like, seeing this guy just, stand, this guy just, like, standing there, and then all of a sudden, like, fall, like, fall, fall, like, very far from the building. And, um, when I see those, I usually see, like, these creatures of some sort um creatures of some sort like on the building that usually come that usually come when somebody does commit suicide and i just i just keep on i just keep on seeing that guy at the edge of the building every time we every time me and my mom we drive past there just to, just to check out the building i always see that guy on top of the building just falling to his death well you know during the Vietnam War, I wonder how many soldiers came back with injuries that needed experimental treatment as well as mental injuries. And yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if we, I don't know, because that place, it does something to me every time I go there. It's like I, I, I come into a different person and it all stems back to the Halloween event that we're going to talk about a little bit later on. Oof. Yeah, but uh, of course in Vietnam, uh, a lot of those soldiers came back and had lost arms and legs there was a lot of brutal mortal wounds so uh i my uncle was in vietnam and lost a leg so 
I know a lot of people came back with mortal injuries, so I can imagine a lot of them were probably like, I'm not doing this. Andrew, do you remember that one room in the basement um, where we used to smell fire? Yes, I do. Oh, it had the big vault, and then there was the, I think it was an arms room, like where they would turn their guns in when they were going to the hospital or whatever. But we used to smell fire all, almost as though they were just showing us how they died. Because there was a lot of helicopter crashes and stuff like that that would end up in there. But so also just, shell casings would have smelled like mm-hmm. smoke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this wasn't smoke. It was straight up fire. Wow. Yeah. Where did you get to smell that at? That room in the basement. Uh, when you walk in... On the right, there is like a big bank vault. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. A big open room. And then there's a desk to the left that had like, it was like a, a window with like the, the fencing. And there was a like a reach through window that was about this long, about long enough for a gun to slide through. Okay, so I have a theory on that because I was talking to someone that used to be in the military. And, and he, he served and he actually did visit a couple of military hospitals. And he said, whenever you go to a hospital, you have to relink. Hold on, let me get it. I can say it. it's it's an R word. I get it mixed up. Relinquish. Relinquish your firearm. So there was possibly a storage where you would put your, your sidearm and also your assault rifle. So I'm wondering if that's what that was. Because it definitely looked like where the, the gun, you know where a gun safe would be because there's a safe there as well john if you remember that, that yeah that giant vault yeah that's so how to me keep guns right vault. yeah yeah so it, it sounds like a, a basic armory doesn't it paula yes that's what that's what it sounds like and I, like i said you know because you do fire weapons sometimes that smell is attached to a weapon you know what i mean uh right. and lots of shell casings which is what we have. So, I mean, it does kind of smell metally, hey, but kind of burny. Like, yeah. almost Thank like God smoke. Him. Yeah, it, it leaves a, a residue smell. Yeah, I love the smell of uh, mm, gunpowder. Mm. Yeah, when I go to gun range, when I go to gun range and my gun's still smoking, I'm like... <sighs> <laughs> I think you just like that smoke. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, it's an interesting location. I mean, I mean, I've had. I don't know. I just change, and it's weird because so, I so, I do stuff that I wouldn't normally do. So, what would be the most interesting part of that hospital to y'all? The basement. I, the lights yeah. in the basement. Red Rover. Just so. Just. just um, I would say like. Like the first, just the first floor, the first floor alone. If you go, if you go straight ahead and like you take a left, there's like thousands of rooms, like all right there. And like I just, and I just remember just feeling sad, like a sense of dread, sadness. I remember just being really sick in that room. I don't know why. It's just that that those type of the, that that little hallway right there was just a really interesting place to Are you be in. About the, the main floor. But- uh, like by the nurses station. Yeah. yeah. Okay. On okay. The floor. So I can tell you, for me, basically the third floor. I don't know what it is, 
there's someone up there that I'm, I'm, you, I don't know. It's not an attachment to me, but I'm attached to them. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. And, yeah. Absolutely. And I feel the same way about that entire building. Right. Because there was one occasion that I went with my wife and it was barely blowing a gust, right? And we were outside because I don't want to get prosecuted for trespassing. And do you remember the elevator room, Stacy, Paula, uh, not, well, Stacy, Gypsy, and John? Yes. Yeah. The elevator this, room. What do you yeah, mean? Where, the, where the elevator uh, gears were and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. The right. shaft. All the way up. I Don't talk to John about shafts. He might get excited. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't talk to John about what? No shafts. Shafts. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> that's the good one. I thought we were being appropriate in PG-13. Hey, this, this is rated. This is a blessing. That was R-rated, sir. It was a good one, though, John. Yes, it was. It was a very good one. And um, we'll talk about shafts later. <laughs> Once we're not live anymore. Because I got some stories from this past week. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we were just stood downstairs and we were, we were doing a uh, video call with a friend. And I said, if you're up there and you want me to come inside, there's a door on that floor. I said, if you're up there and you want me to come inside, move the door. The bloody door moved. And then it was banging. It was like, boom, boom. And I was like, if you want me to come in, show me a sign. It was like, boom, boom. Of course, I didn't have it on video. But it, it wanted me to go in the building. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know why. Uh, every time I go by there, I keep trying to get Logan to uh, to go in there with me. Have nope. you been in there before, Logan? Nope, I have not. No? It's been outside of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, been outside. You know, After but the grounds, the grounds around that hospital, I'm going to be honest with you, because I, I walked those grounds, and the reason I did was because... Uh, I, when I went outside, I, I felt like I was being watched. So I started walking around the hospital myself. And the grounds on, just the grounds, you can feel, it makes you feel uneasy. I mean, oh, it really yeah. does. It, the it, minute, it, the, the grounds you itself. Yeah. out of that property. Yeah. I remember, I remember like, Andrew, like, Andrew kept, like, pulling me back, telling me to stay away from the grounds because, like, there's snakes and, like, scorpions there, but I don't care. But like I kept on like being, I kept on like feeling I'm drawn. I kept myself being drawn to those like those like main grounds when I, there, I think there was like fire. There was uh, somebody built a fire there, or something. Yeah. And I just rem I just like have you guys ever heard of like a powwow like those uh the the indigenous like going over there and dancing and stuff like that. That's yeah. what it felt like to me. That's what I that every time I go, that's what it always feels like to me. Like like there's just like, like there's a powwow going on and like it's just a hype up and it hypes me up. Like gets me all jittery and shaking. I have a well, great analogy for you. What? Sorry. I can't so wait to hear I, your analogy. Okay, get ready for it. This is a big all one. Right. Logan Logan knows this because he's been out there on the ground while we've been investigating during the night at night. If they had a sniper rifle, we'd have been dead 50 times over. Because Logan Logan can attest, while we were doing that investigation, um, 
we was on his own. There was only two of us. And Logan was feeling jittery as hell. And honestly, like, they started gathering around us, Stacy. We was outside the car, but you could feel the presence gathering around you. But not only was they gathering around us, if you looked at the windows, you could see people walking and peeking around the windows on all floors. And it was just... what. Go ahead and tell them, Logan. I mean, come on. They're getting lonely again. You pretty much got it. I mean, I can't add to that. Uh, the cock block did as good that night. So she turned around and she's like, Hey, Logan, what if uh, what if your battery dies on your car and we're in the middle of Mineral Wells, nowhere oh, to go, at Army Beach Hospital? Why don't you tell them what happened, Logan? My oh, key fob died. died. Oh, no. Yeah. Luckily, the car... The car started, but it did drag a few seconds. So, yeah, I mean, great. I love going out there with Logan. He's terrified, unless it's below freezing, and then he's out. He's concentrating on cold at that point. Let's go out there next week, Andrew. Um, I can't go. I I've not actually been inside the building. Not to go inside the building. Let's just go check out the. Let's go invest. You could be on the grounds, just not on the building. Yeah, well, I'm out there on August thirteenth, John. That's right. Yeah. Work. Yeah. August thirteenth. I'm out there. We need to talk about that because I want. I want to go. You have to buy a ticket and let me know, and then we'll figure it out. I'll buy a ticket. Yeah. I'll buy a that's ticket what I'm next saying. Week. Yeah. I'll buy a golden ticket next week. Sweet. Willy Wonka. <laughs> so anyway, Andrew, do you happen to have a picture of those lights in the basement? Uh, I'm not sure what pictures I've got, John. I just picked ten. Uh, let's see. I'm sure there's one at the basement. Just show that one. I uh, wanted to talk specifically about. Remember when we used to play the games with the kids in the basement? Yeah, Red Rover. I do have a uh, the basement, but not the one that you're looking for, John. Well, I have I have a video of it. I'll pull it up and I'll send it to y'all, and we can post it on Gypsy Soul later. But yeah. we used to. Um, in the main room of the basement, there were the, there was a string of motion-activated lights. Okay, now these lights um, were very difficult to set off. Like you had to be directly under it and moving for them to turn on. So we're we have to post this video later. So we would play. We were under the impression there were some kids in the basement. So we would play Red Rover with these kids, and we would say. It was specifically two other investigators that were really good at it. And they'd say, Red Rover, Red Rover, let all the girls come over. And then all the lights would light up in succession. That's not the room. But all the lights I know it's not, but it's the basement. In succession from the far end. There's also video where we had the kids in the basement lighting up each particular light as we called it. Light up the light in the middle middle light would turn on light up the far light the light furthest away from us that light would turn on Light the light closest to us that light would turn on it was it was always on command so that was a fun that was that was pretty cool yeah this is the basement this is a Stacey I think this is one of your pictures yeah yeah what, what, what are we looking it at? It was here? a, it's a picture going down the main hallway, uh, when you're coming down off the stairs, 
there's a, a a smoky figure in there if I was to lighten it. But I'm tr I try not to manipulate too many pictures so that I don't get, why did you manipulate it? But there is a smoky figure. Y'all could zoom in on it. Uh, that one's there. Uh, I do have a story about the basement. It's more, Leah, it's more about my daughter in the basement. Uh, so uh, I was outside at the time and I had a, uh, a another person come in and speak with me about uh, tell me that my daughter was being affected down there. But, you know, I've never, you know, Gypsy usually knows how to handle herself and knows how to get out of the situation. So uh, I, I wasn't really worried about it until Andrew actually brought her out to me. I'm gonna let Gypsy tell you the story of what happened down in the basement. So it was me, it was me and this, it was me, another investigator, and we had a group with us. And um, I just remember like feeling, I remember feeling very, very scared, and I just and I and I couldn't shake off the feeling. I tried calming down. I tried like trying to like pry this energy off of me because for some reason I just felt dread. I felt scared. I felt sick to my stomach, and honestly, I blacked out halfway through it. <laughs> and I just and I just remember and I just remember like. I think it was in that room, honestly, that room, that picture right there. Um, I remember like just crouching. I remember just like feeling I need to hide. That's that, that's pretty much what I kept on feeling. I felt like I just needed to hide. I need to get away from him, even though I don't know who him is. And I remember like going to that room, the other picture, but like to that room and um, just and just like crouching down trying to hide somewhere trying to hide somewhere even though it's just a big open space and i just kept and i just cried i did not know and afterwards i blacked out i i blacked out that i remember feeling the investigator's hand on my shoulder like trying to like calm me down like trying to like tell me you need to get up you need to get up i think andrew was there Andrew was there and he kept on telling me you need to get up but like but like I couldn't get up no matter what I did I just felt scared I kept screaming telling him, tell him to get the tell him to get away from me and I just and I just remember like I just for some reason it just like snapped it just snapped my head of my mom's voice telling me to get the hell up so <laughs> so Sounds I love your mom <laughs> and I, I remember and I just remember, I I just remember getting up and like walking away. And I remember looking behind me and there was a little boy there. Like he was just a little boy with black hair. He was wearing like a red shirt and like he had tears in his eyes and he just like ran and he just like ran the opposite direction. And I, then then Andrew got me out. Andrew got me out of the building. I And then mom like took me to like a completely like different spot like a completely different spot like on a road away from the building and and i was just like trying to ground myself and calm down there and that's pretty much all i remember from that i remember that i think i was the one that found you in that room and went and grabbed andrew and another investigator and then yeah it took yeah oh john that picture you were talking about by the way it's up on the screen right now oh yeah those okay, are the three so, lights so if you look real close you can see right in the very in the foreground, super close, 
you can see that one light in the yellow cage. And then if you look uh, towards the back, you can see that it's a string of those lights. Those are all motion activated. So way back in the back there by that ramp, we would have the kids run and they would set all those, all of those lights off in succession. They would set them off. Uh, we'd tell them to turn on a specific one and they would. And these lights, you had to be, if you were too short, you weren't, they wasn't going to go off. You had to be a specific height. I resent height. that comment. <laughs> Shut up, Stacy. You were tall enough. I was referring to somebody else. That I... was so slightly too short. Guys, I might have to disappear for a minute and reset my internet because I'm getting a low signal again. Sorry. Okay. okay. I'm doing all right right now, but uh, so I do remember that night, Gypsy. You scared the living daylight out of us, and I believe after that is when I got overprotective of you. Yeah, which was, was kind of weird. Was that the case? Yeah, I remember you. I remember you like you and mom like gang together and like went down to the basement to confront to like confront the man the man that the child was scared of. But that's all. But like that's pretty much all I remember for, like from that experience. Like I don't remember a whole lot. Yeah, it was it was a scary experience. Uh, evidently, you didn't like Andrew. Um, you were oh, trying. No. You, I hated you were, Andrew. I remember yeah, that. you were fighting him. She didn't like um, anybody that night. Oh no, no, because when I grabbed her, she started fighting me, and I was like, "Little girl, you better watch it." So yeah, I <coughs> I, I definitely told her, "You better you better wake up quick, because you swing at me, and I'm gonna swing back." But weather <laughs> of the year. Uh, she 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 grounded herself pretty quick though. And yes, me and Andrew went in there and, 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 well, I went in there, Andrew just showed me where it was. I followed, hey, I followed you into battle that night. No, you didn't, that's what I said. And once, I remember yeah, once, I did. Once you got her outside and you and the other investigator and Andrew all got her good, I remember you walking downstairs, walking into that morgue and just throwing holy water all over that basement. Yeah. Oh, you know we trapped it in that morgue. Yes, we did. We trapped it I in that morgue. It. I bound it to that yeah. to the morgue. I did. And I was, I was about using, done with that. I was using light as well. When we went down there, I was just beaming light because you know when they say you meet a dark presence, if you imagine like a, a massive light. That's all I was doing. Is I was just lighting that room up for us when I was down there. Yeah, it played with the wrong one that night. Right. No, it, it uh, was. Am I having any issues with my connection? No, you're fine. No. You're good, Andrew. Okay, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. Shall we? Let's, no. Um, let's talk about what No, other wait. Pictures. Let me go. Uh, guys, I will be back because I'm going to. You're going to lose me in about 30 seconds. Okay. I need to go reset my internet. Okay. I'll be back. So, um, the, 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 like I said, that, that, that hospital is very interesting. It, it is very interesting. Once again, please do not try to attempt to break into it because you will go to jail or get a ticket depending on the cop. Um, but, uh, it, it caused a lot of, uh, uh caused a lot of concerns and a lot of nights. Um, some of them I wasn't there for, which we're going to hear the stories in a minute, but, uh, I do yeah. remember down in the basement, you weren't there uh, for Halloween, were you? 
No, no it was not. Ooh, no. We'll, we'll get into that when Andrew comes back. Cause I was there the day before. Uh, and that's when, uh, that's, uh, it was, it was interesting that night as well. So, um, it came back to the hotel with us the night before. Really? Yes. I heard that it did. Yes. I did hear that it was there. Um, it was, it was a full moon. I mean, it was, it was rocking it, you know, uh, there were, there were people that were very concerned about going home without being cleansed. Uh, I think I stood out there for about an hour and a half cleansing people. Um, wow. there, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, I do remember, uh, walking around Andrew's car, cleansing that, uh, uh, another investigator's car, you know, my car. Uh, but when, when I got mad about gypsy, it wasn't so much that, well, it, it she was being affected by the little boy and she just yeah. kept telling me, mom, he wants to hurt the little boy. The little boy keeps hiding. So I hid with them. And I was like, who wants to hurt a little boy? He goes, that man down there in the basement, mom. And I was like, Oh hell no, we're not gonna hurt anybody, you know? And uh, so that's, the, I mean, the fact that Gypsy was affected, but the fact that she knew why she was being affected was, was what pissed me off. It was, you know, you don't have a right to, uh, you don't have a right to affect, you know, to torment a little, a little child, you know? Um, so, and I, I, I've, I'm going to be honest. I, I didn't have a whole lot of experiences in, in, in uh, beach army. I mean, except for it being uh, a maze in some kind of way. And I felt <laughs> off. I did, I did have the whistling. I did have the talking. Um, I have seen, you know, I seen shadows out of the side of my, my, my peripheral, so, but other than that, it was just, you know, and having rocks thrown at me, you know, and so that was, you know, that was the basic, but what, what y'all story is, is way different. I mean, way out of control. I mean, compared to what, you know, what I, what I actually experienced in the hospital. Yeah. I think it was night two of our first weekend there. We were just setting up and, um, I was instructed to bring the portal up to the second floor. And so, you know me, I turned I turn that bitch on as I'm walking. The minute I hit the stairs, it starts going, hello, hi, hello, 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 hello. All the way up the stairs, it was hello, 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 hello. Which was to have just turned it on and not even be asking any questions. And for hello to come through so clear so many times was insane insane no and then that's true because i remember you coming down and saying hey it's it's it was saying hello to me and everything and i was like already it's you know what did you say to it you know but uh yeah, even said, when said we nothing i had said nothing to it i just turned it on and it just started yeah but yeah. then late, later that same night i was up there with a group and it wouldn't say anything so I tried that technique that you and another investigator had uh, suggested where you walk away from the group and let the group do it. The minute I, I explained to the group that something here might not like me, so I'm going to walk away and let you guys talk to it. I walk away, and as soon as I get to the far end of that hallway on the second floor, we had the portal was at the nurse's station. I go as far down the hallway as I can where I can still see the group and can still hear the group. As soon as I get all the way down there, it screams my name. And then it started answering everything they said. 
everything that group said or asked, it came back with an answer like that. That's true too. Because uh, I remember, I I remember uh, talking about the uh, the uh, the basements, um, and I remember that a, a resident there in in Mineral Wells actually told me that. Uh, sorry, guys, told me that um, that uh, there were there were murders that took place on that on that facility as well because they had sat abandoned for so long. Really? Yeah. yeah. I actually had a, a group of people that was with me that was uh, part of the sheriff's office around there that had investigated deaths on that location. The, there was actually a recent death over there. It was a death. It was a death of a man. They found they found him in his car. They um, somebody staged it to look like a suicide. They put they placed the gun there and everything. And um, they put out and but the police knew it wasn't a suicide because like the fingerprints didn't match his fingerprints or something. I um, but they not a very put, good criminal. Not a very good criminal at all. But like they put. <laughs> But they figured out who it was, and they put out a hit, a hit for him. Like they put a bounty on him and everything, and um, and they told, and they said, they told the people in the news that that this person might be in Houston now, Houston now, or like he could be far away now. So who's anybody see this guy? See this guy on this? See this guy on this poster? Come, come, call them and bring and call them and like they'll come and get him, and bring him in and, sh and stuff like that. But yeah, that was like the recent murder that just happened. How recent is that, Chips? 2019. Oh, okay. So that's oh, wow. So recent. we were investigating at that time then. Yeah. 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 That's Cause, crazy. Because I knew it was before COVID. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. So shall so, we... Um, shall I think we, we should... I think we should Go talk ahead, about some whatever pictures you got, and then let's dive into Halloween. Okay. Uh, so what, you've seen pretty much most of them, dude. Uh, give me a minute. I'm going to pull this one up. Oh, me and technology is not doing too well right now. And you're our... You're our, our I can't speak. And you okay, got now full John. Yeah, and I'm stuck in right now. Logan's normally the equipment guy. That uh that is my picture. That is in the basement. That is between the pillar and the wall. If you zoom into that picture, you can see a person standing there. Can you zoom I, in, Andrew, or no? I'm trying. Um uh, no. I looked at this earlier today and you can definitely we're gonna have to post some of this stuff on Gypsy Soul. I can, I can, oh, I can, yes. I can see it. There's an ad there for sure. Where my mouse yeah. is. Yep. And then yeah. if you go down here, there's a body. Uh, I would say no more than four foot tall. Right. Wait, I swear yeah. it's a kid. I swear yeah. it's a little boy. Yeah. I'd agree That's with that. Thing with this hospital, I remember like seeing stuff like this. Like in between, like in between the walls, in between the cracks, or like, um, or like even, or even like, or even like, um, put their like head down, like head head out of the doorway, and then bring it back in, and like That's a little just, closer. Yeah, it was just like constantly over there. It was like playing peekaboo. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that is yeah. exactly what me and Logan had that night that we decided to go out there on his own. And uh, oh, just in it, just for your information, this is how much we need to stress that this is a private location and there is no trespassing because Logan will back me up on this story. So we was out there minding his own business and we're trying to investigate and I got my SB7 out and I believe I had the K2 out at that time. I'm not sure. I can't remember. And all of a sudden, this truck, and, and, and bear, bear in mind, we're minding his own business. We're stood outside the car and we're, we're just outside the grounds. All of a sudden, this, this big truck pulls up behind us. Headlights blaring. And he goes, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, we're just... We're not trying to trespass or out like that. We're just parked here because we're, you know, we're looking for paranormal activity. We're looking for ghosts, spirits, and stuff like that. And I start walking towards his truck, and he gets a bit nervous. He said, don't come towards me. I'm like, okay, well, I've got no gun. I'm safe. You know what I mean? I just want to show you what I've got in my hand. I've got this piece of equipment. This is what we're using. As soon as I showed him what we were using, and I told him the reason why I was parked there, because... If you park outside the grounds, you're on a, a road that's got no road lights. It's not safe to be parked there. So it's safer to be parked in the uh, just outside of the grounds on like a slip road. And as soon as he saw that, it was like, okay, I'm, I know what you're doing now. As long as you don't go in the building, I'm good with it. So if you try and get in there and somebody spots you, that you're definitely going to jail. Or a ticket. However, Manuel Wells deal with it. What yeah. happens so, if you befriended the cop, then he escorts you into the building? So I spoke to a police officer. Um, it was a few months back, and he actually knows the owner, but he said he can't do it for us. If he, he says if he was to catch us, you'd probably go to jail. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, you gotta go to jail for uh, what? For trespassing, because because it's got the blue the blue markings in Texas. Is it purple or blue? Blue. Yeah. Um, is it, is it Mineral Wells PD? It, it's Mineral Wells PD, is yeah. Is it Mineral Wells Jail? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm thinking you probably go to Weatherford. Oh, I was going to say, because in Mineral Wells, are they going to give me that crazy water in jail? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, have you tasted that shit? It tastes like shit. No. I have it tasted it, and I like it. I no, know. it tastes like battery acid. Well, I don't know what you were drinking, but he was drinking battery acid. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's different levels with more minerals in it. It's like mineral water. I, would I had the worst one. You as a British person would be used to mineral water because that's Wait, all why I drink in Europe. Why were you in jail in mineral wells, Andrew? I wasn't. I was talking to an officer at the gas station. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because okay. I... I was like, "What? What if you catch me inside there?" He says, "You're probably gonna go to jail for night, depending catch me on the outside. owner." How about that? Just for the night, I'm down. Worth it. <laughs> no, well, here's the thing: the magistrate's not open till Monday, so it would yeah. be two nights. So, so we'll have to go on a Wednesday. Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh, so, so this is the outside. This is based. I'll go in by myself. You can be. Uh, you can be the getaway car. Yeah. We are no. not. We are not announcing that we're breaking the law in any no. way, shape, or form. Absolutely John will not, not be entering the building. 
We, we will are not joking. We are Listen, absolutely joking. I'm calling crime stoppers to collect. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. We have a police <laughs> officer on this podcast. Why would I ever say I was going to actually go do that? So on on this picture, this is basically what you can see outside the parking lot, and yeah. all them all them windows. Uh, let me show you. You could see people looking at you, and I'm telling you, if they had actual rifles, we'd have been dead ten times over, because it's almost like the it's almost like they're sighting you up. They're they're on defense mode. They're looking after the building. And and just behind us, you can't see it because I don't have a picture of it. But you can see where they used to bring the wounded in, because they have a hel a helipad. I got my H out for you guys. Impressed? Thank you. You're welcome. They have a helipad <laughs> in the back of the uh, shot there. They, but they you have can't a what? See it. A helipad. helipad. Oh, a helipad. Yes. Uh, I'm okay. having to do my posh British voice. A Very helipad. good. <laughs> Hold on, let me do it. In, wait, wait, wait. Let me That's do it in really Texan. Yeah, it's a helipad. I thought it was always called the helicopter pad. Eh. It depends how you want to call it. <laughs> it's a helipad, a helo pad, whatever you want to call it. Um. So yeah, that's that one. That I like that picture because that's where me and Logan saw most of the crap. And then we got this picture here. I don't like that hallway. Oh yeah, that's that first floor hallway. Yeah, I'm that's not a one fan of that. Talking about. That's yeah. the one that goes to those back hallways where we got the rock thrown at us the first time. Yeah. That's actually my picture, and I have to tell y'all that nobody was walking through that building. Through that hallway. I actually was the only one down there on the bottom stairs. Everybody else was in the basement, and I just started walking around snapping pictures, and that's what I snapped. Oh, um, now you do it. I have a very, 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 very similar picture in that same spot. Really? Yep. That would be yeah. cool. We're, we need to post those on Gypsy Soul side by side. That's also the first floor. So okay. this is where, so you walk into the building and it's the cafeteria. And then this is the hallway. It's kind of the gateway to the whole rest of the building. At the end of that little cafeteria thing is the stairwell that goes up and down. Far end is the nurse's station. And to the right, there I don't know if it was like some dental rooms. Gypsy, that's where you used to do the... Uh, uh, yeah, the dowsing rods. Do we remember yeah. what those rooms were to the right? X-ray. The X-ray? Yeah, there were X-ray rooms. Okay. I thought That's... they were just like regular operating rooms. But no, yeah. there were X-ray rooms because the operating theater was on the third floor. Yeah. Oh, the second floor. I apologize. Uh -huh. Yeah, that was the room I wanted to kill you in. <laughs> yes, I, think, I remember. I think, I think this first floor, I think, was dental. Because they did, okay. they did have dental services there, so I think that's what that first floor was. And then upstairs was the upstairs when you go around that little curve was X-ray, and then on the I think that was third floor, and then second floor you went down that long hallway and over that pile of crap to get so to the my, surgery. My understanding, the first floor was ER, basically. That's what I thought. Yeah, so that's my understanding, and I'm getting that information off the owner. So okay. Yeah, um, we'd have to do some more research, but like you know, there's not too much you can get there's, on it. Yeah, there's not. There's so, when we were investigating this place, there was so little information to find out about 
we knew nothing. We were kind of just going in blind with this much information for a building that had this much history. Yeah. Right. And and it's a pretty impressive place. So you know that first floor? I know I bought another picture up for you to look at. But that first floor <laughs> on the back entrance, you remember when we used to come in on the back when we yeah. were doing the investigations? Uh-huh. There was one time I was coming in on my own because I was just dealing with somebody and I needed to go get some help. And as I came through, I got your stereotypical, on the right-hand side, there's like a room. Uh-huh. Your, your dark green uh, camouflage that they was using during the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. It was just one plain color. And there was someone stood in that doorway. I, I tell you, I moved pretty damn quick. So, that. so, so, so many people have seen that guy. That little storage room with all the paint cans in it. Yeah. And he's so in uniform as well. People. Yep. So many people have claimed to see that guy. Yeah. Hey, do y'all so, see that perfect little orb sitting right there in the middle? Man, it's uh-huh. beautiful. It is. That's in the basement, yeah? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So I that's think we can... T- that's the armory room. Because you, yes. you can see the vault right there, and this is the desk where the guns would go through, and the whole rest of that room was open except for that pillar. Yeah. Uh, what What's your thoughts on that, Paula? Do you think it could have been an armory? I think so. Um, With what I've described, I've been to a a few rooms where that's pretty much how the armory looks, especially in older buildings. So I do believe that to be true. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That that does it for the pictures, guys. All right, who wants to tell the Halloween story? I think you should start, John, because you were definitely the the main. So one everybody of the main that's culprits. watching, just so y'all know, Halloween was a very eventful night for these two young men, and they're going to tell you their story. Now I wasn't there, but I'll laugh at them just the same. So I I can start the story, but you're going to have to finish it, Andrew, because I wasn't around for the whole beginning of it. Well, I you. Was, I was off all the way to the opposite side of the hospital with this group, trying to get into this one particular room that we couldn't figure out how to open this door. Like, it wasn't locked, but it was locked, and we were trying to figure out how to get in. We well, why don't at... we start start the story from the beginning, though? Okay. Because because if you remember, we got dressed up, right? So start from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that, so... that is very poignant to this story because of the way I acted after. So we'll, we'll put... I, do you have a picture of you for the night? I don't, unfortunately. Well, I do. I'll, well, so it was Halloween, and we were working with another organization, and we were bringing guests that had purchased tickets through the building. And being Halloween, we dressed up lightly, so because we're not we're not um, paranormal entertainers, we're paranormal investigators. So we dressed up lightly. I did the zombie thing, and Andrew. Andrew made a whole walking trigger object out of himself. I did. He showed up in army fatigues, and he asked me to do his makeup. Put a gunshot wound. We put a gunshot right here and dripped the blood down his face. He wore that all night. Okay. Well, if you remember, I was going to do the zombie, but my my skin's very delicate, and you told me it's pretty harsh. Uh So I told you not to do the base coat. Yeah. So that's that's what led things downhill from there. Yeah. So we just we just did the literally. I don't have any fake blood. Hey, Polly, did you hear that Andrew's skin's very delicate? <laughs> Listen, I am not surprised. 
Andrew's very delicate. Let's be real. If I don't say it, I know my face said it. <laughs> Andrew's very delicate. Let's just be real about the situation. Uh, um, I don't know about that. Not at Beach Army Hospital. I'm completely the opposite. I don't like this. I don't like it at all. Okay, then my pointer dog is. <laughs> all right, I get it. So we did that, and he wore that the the gunshot wound with fucking with full military fatigues all night long. Okay. So then I'm off. I didn't know anything was going on. I'm off at the far opposite side of the hospital, trying to figure out how to get into this particular room that it's not locked, but like the door's wanting to open, but it doesn't want to open. So I'm with the group and just, we're walking around this little maze-like area, okay? So I'm over there for like with them for like 45 minutes or an hour or so. And then I go out to smoke and I hear Andrew just yell, John, no, go away, go away, go away. Stay away from me. Go back inside. Go back okay, inside. you back missed. Inside. We need to start from the beginning, dude, because you're missing about well, 45 I didn't, minutes. I didn't know yeah. any of this was happening. Okay, so let, let me start. Well, I think we ought to, what, what's in, important for the story, John, is the way that people started dropping at the first. And then I can explain. So I'll, I'll tell the story real quick. So we was doing the investigation. I got my makeup on. What made it look... <laughs> What made it look worse is it looked like I also had a gunshot wound to the chest as well. Um, we was doing the investigation. We did the group investigations real quick. It's about a three-hour ordeal. And then you get to do your own investigations and then hang, hang out with different people. After that is when I, I I was in the room when you heard someone fall off the seat, a certain person fall off a seat. Then it went downhill from there, John. Because the leader of the group disappeared if you remember because they had That's to go right they had to go get changed because they didn't want to be in wet clothes and be cold even though it was right. 95 degrees in there so they they left us and that left me and another certain inspector uh, in investigator <laughs> in inspector another investigator in charge of the entire groups it was no more than two minutes after this person left that things started going downhill the first thing that went downhill was this this old lady. Uh, she came and and there was someone with her, and one of the investigators said, "Because you know I'm like the paranormal field medic. When something goes wrong with someone, they normally come and get me or Stacy or, you know what I mean." So I was there, and they were like, "Hey, Andy, can you go help this lady? Because like she's having a severe reaction to this location." So I'm like, "Yeah, no worries." So I walk up to this lady. And have you ever walked up to someone where they're just about to start fighting you? Have you seen that look in their eyes when they're about ready to fight you? Mm -hmm. I walked up to her and she did that look at me and I was like, look, I'm just here to help you. I'm not here to cause any problems. And she just started acting weird, dude. And I don't know if you remember this, John. I'm hoping you do. So I got her off the property. And when I say I got her off the property, I took her all the way out to the truck stop. Because I vaguely uh, remember that. Yeah, because if you remember, you not long after that, you had a group of people that was been affected too, and you come running out and said, I need the sage. And I said, join the club, because I need the sage too. And we didn't have sage, if you remember. Do you remember that? No. I don't remember a lot of things at Beach Army. There's a lot, right. of, a lot of times when shit hit the fan, I don't remember a lot of it. Because you're too busy dealing with it. So this lady was seeing faces in the trees. At one point, I, I had a nurse with me, 
And I said, look, is she medical or is she having a, a paranormal reaction? Because the way she was acting, I thought it was a medical emergency. I was like one step away from calling 911 because of how she was acting. Because she was grabbing her chest and looking at things and she was having, uh, she was seeing faces, she was seeing, seeing demonic faces. What was that? Uh, it was just crazy. So eventually, was she high? sorry. Was she high? No, she was a normal lady. She was she, a normal lady. <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, can normal ladies not get high? I mean, I didn't see any signs of drugs, and and then our fearless leader came back, and when she came back. She got scared, the lady I was with, because it was almost like she saw a demon's face on this other investigator. So I was trying to calm her down. We saged her, and she she got off property. It was at the end of the night for her. It was like not even midnight, and she left. And with what I can make out, she got a, she texted us, and she said, thank you very much. I had to get my... It was a mother. I had yes, to get my mother. I, I remember that. I 100% yeah. remember this. As soon as they got off the property and left... Yep, she it came was right back. Yep, it was. So that was the and and the way I messed up. And Stacy, you'll back me up on this. Normally, when someone's having a reaction, a paranormal reaction, I will normally put my hand on the shoulder or on top of their hand. Yeah, I did it. I did it the opposite way. I let her grab my hand. No, I gave whatever was on her permission to jump onto me unknowingly that's where it started going downhill john so i don't know if you remember this after i dealt with all the people that were, they were falling like flies there must have been 10 so after, or 15 so after people. that lady left i went back in the building and i was right. off exploring with another group so i wasn't even present for the rest of the story okay i'm about to tell you so we uh there was me and another investigator and at that time there was kids trying to get in the building and we was doing a paranormal investigation. So it was like watching the kids. Yeah. So we were outside watching those kids. If you remember, you left me and this other person outside. Yeah. And I got a walk. You said I either got a walkie talkie call or somebody told me that there's somebody was coming in. And yeah. I found him. I was like, Hey, are you with the organization? We were working for yeah. the time. And, and if like, you remember, oh, no. I was like, get the hell out. Yeah. If you remember, there was me and this other person that was behind you. And we stepped out with them, and we w escorted them back off the property. Well, we stood out there, and we was watching them, and they wasn't leaving. And it was about 45 minutes in. I said, you know what? Let's go over there and talk to them. And I went over there, and I said, look, guys, not being funny, but I don't want to spend the, west, the rest of my night watching you guys. I just don't want to do it. I said, we leave at 2 o'clock. After 2 o'clock, if you want to get in there, I can't stop you. But just know you trespass it. But leave our investigation alone. So we can go back in there and we can start investigating. That I wasn't went, Halloween was... night. Yes, it was. That wasn't. Yes, it no, was. No, it wasn't. I was involved in that. No, it wasn't. Well, then this is uh, a different that must group. Of... It must have been a different, it must have been a different group of people there, then. There, there was a group of, they were all real. They were, oh, this, they were real like nice people. beautiful men that walked in. I told them GTFO. You're on about the two kids, Stacy. You're on about the two kids that that was okay. driving erratically. I yeah. weren't about. 
So I went out there and it was nice enough to me. They said, all right, yeah, we'll leave you alone. And they left. So that meant I was able to get back in with this other investigator. Soon as I crossed the threshold, I had, I wish we could ask this other investigator, but we can't. But I started saying to this other investigator, where the fuck is John? Where's John? That's all I was asking him. We went on all three floors. Luckily, I didn't find him. And I got to a point where I was like, all right, there's something not right with me. And I said to other investigator, you need to come outside with me because if I see John, I'm going to hurt him. I'm literally going to hurt him. Take me outside and keep John away from me. That's how that went down. So then, after that, I don't really remember too much other than apparently I got staged 12 times and remember three. Got staged 12 times. I got staged 12 times that night. I had come outside to smoke at one point, and Andrew saw me and he was like, No, John, stay away. Go 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 away. So I was like, Oh, I thought I was in trouble. I thought I did something. So I went all the way up to the third floor where the windows were all smashed out, and I just fucking, I just stood there and just listened. Couldn't really hear much, but I just stood there and listened. And there's a video. When they finally got it off, I have the video somewhere. Um, when the finally got off of Andrew, it jumped on to another investigator. So this is three people now it's been on. Jumped on to another investigator. And Andrew told me he had seen a vision of me hanging from the tree out front of the hospital. And when it jumped on to this other investigator, she goes, ha, let him hang. Did I say that to you, John? Because I don't remember saying that, dude. You did. You did. Did. It was after that night I was never right with with that location. It was like some every time I went back there was uh but it turns out though the lady that you was with was took some stuff off the property and you put some in your pocket as well. Well and I'm I had a group that I found the tooth and I stuck it in my pocket because I wanted to bring it back to where it was found and forgot about it. And then that other investigator's friends, the one that had jumped onto the friends that she was with had uh, knowingly taken some items. And I, right. I have photos of those items. There's a photo of a family. Um, right. There's a prescription. That's and a horrible. Why would things. you do that? You don't do Why shit would you like put that? a tooth in your I, pocket? I have no idea. I, but the, I put the tooth in my pocket because I wanted to bring it back to where they had then found it. Then you keep it. it in your hand. Then you bring it back. That shows you've been the first priority to put that back. Now so, stuff in your pocket. Yeah. So so my my theory is when you did that, John, you was public enemy number one. And they was using me to get to you. And I didn't know why. So that makes sense. That makes complete sense. And we talked about that at the hotel after. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It was, I literally wanted to kill him. And then another investigator brought all of those items back, unlocked the door, and threw them back inside. And got rushed at, apparently, when they did that. And got what? They got rushed at with a, a figure. Some ran up oh. towards them. Oh, yeah. That's your thing. That. That's that, your thing. Yeah. We can, so, either, we can either deny or, you know, prove that. So, so can well, I ask a question? Is there something demonic, y'all think, there? No, uh, I, I, I made the mistake, Paula, of letting them grab my hand. I gave them control. 
typically when I deal with somebody, I grab them. I let them grab me. And no, I've also, never done that since. Also no, I Paula, just mean in general, in the building. No, not necessarily. Not at Paula, all. This building also sat completely empty for 30 years. We were one of the first few groups that got in there. So these spirits had very little contact with people over, over the past 30 years before we started. And what sucked about Halloween night, and, I, and I'll never do it again, if there's two full moons that month, I'm never going on a, yeah, I'm never going on another paranormal investigation when there's two full moons. Because the amount of power that them spirits got was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. There was at one point that night, I was in uh, the first floor, and I had a group of six or seven people with me. And it was the same night, and you're like a... <sighs> and I said, for fuck's sake, did anyone else hear that? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the same sound I heard in broad daylight up in that surgery room after playing taps. Yeah. Same growl. John, where'd you go? I'll be right back. Okay. So, uh... So anyway, I said to the group, I said, did you guys hear that? And they were like, yeah, we all heard that. I said, was it one of you guys? And they were like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't one of us. That that location, I, w I would love, I wish we could reach out to owner and say, look, let us in for one night. Just let us in for one night. Let us capture I some stuff here. I mean, if it's, a, if it's the purpose of not wanting to do the group activity, I understand completely. I mean, it's a dangerous place, but to it have, is. you know, to have a, a, a private paranormal investigator, you know, investigators go in and sign a paper. I don't understand where that would not be something that we could do. It's not a whole bunch of people. We stay in a group. We don't, you know, we normally don't separate. So, I mean, but I mean, I understand his thoughts too. It's, 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 it, it is a crazy place. My, my understanding is the fire marshal closed that down. Uh, yes, and, and I get the fire marshal closed it down, but if we're a, for, for group activities, I understand why. But right. I don't understand why a private group couldn't rent out the building. I mean, the owner can still go in there. The owner can bring whoever he wants to bring in there. Right. But I don't know how the fire marshal would look at that, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the, the fire marshal, they want... All the floors have fire sprinklers. They've got to have a sprinkler system. And then the elevators have got to be working. They've got to have working elevators before they can, e they can even open that. And allegedly, that's going to be close to $3.5 million to do all that in that building. Well, yeah, those elevators are pretty rotted. So I, I don't see I don't see us ever getting back in there legally. So yeah, just just don't do it, guys. I mean, let's have let's have some final thoughts on that location because we've all been there, other than Paula. Paula, on on your final thoughts, what what are you thinking about some of the stuff that we've told you tonight? I mean, it's it's kind of hard to gauge, other than it sounds like it's probably a pretty interesting place. It's your it, town on crack. But I have, uh, uh, I had a dream that I had described to a few people, including Stacy, that involved um, 
it's funny that y'all keep mentioning the elevator because I was in the elevator. Um, and I, I was describing this place, but in my dream, it, I mean, I was told demon. I, I don't know. That's why I asked about the demon. But yeah, I would like to just take a peekaboo inside just because I would like to see if it matched up to what I saw. So, allegedly, that location has definitely been used in uh, some satanic rituals. Because in the basement, there <clears throat> there is a spot where there's like an emergency exit that's been gated up. But if you go and you look through the emergency exit, you can see where they've done a pentagram on the wall. Also, there's a story about either the second or third floor... Um, Somebody that owned it at some point, they were getting ready to have like a school come through for a haunted house or something like that. Hold on, I need some water. <clears throat> and so they were going through, painting over all of the graffiti that's in there. And they were in one of the rooms and they had the family dog with them. Speak of the devil. And the family dog with them and this particular room, something happened and that dog almost jumped out of the second or third, second or third story window. That was the owner. Yeah. That was the owner's dog. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know if that's the current owner or previous owner, but that's a story that's out there that uh, happened before the building was even <clears throat> before the building was even open for investigations. That's crazy. Any other questions, Paula? Uh, I don't have any other questions. I mean, this sounds like a really cool place. I wish I would have maybe watched. I was trying to keep myself almost pure until I could see it myself. So I don't um, yeah. integrate the what I saw in my dream to the place. So I don't, you know, mix it up. So I haven't really looked. I mean, I know y'all did show some pictures, but there was nothing like too, too specific. So no. I've been keeping it pretty straight. That way, I'm not skewed any other way. But I mean, y'all's experiences sound awesome. And anything that's close to Yorktown, which, you know, Yorktown has probably got the, the best ambiance. And so many people have been in there doing things that you get a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We've, Paula, we've only touched the tip of the iceberg. With this, in the last well, hour and twenty six minutes, we've only touched the tip of the iceberg. As we many people who have entered that building throughout the years, I can imagine what residual you have there because there's so many people that have been attached to that place. So, so I can tell you, while it was abandoned, uh, it was used as a drug den. So several ODs. Uh, a Beach few Army people was, was yeah. I when it was abandoned, yeah, there were several overdoses out there, dude. Yeah, I was I talking, that. I was talking to the sheriff's department. the The people that was there, they they've been out to some of the calls, dude. There's people found there all the time, bro. Overdosing and stuff. Interesting. You don't hear about it. <clears throat> you just don't hear about it. Interesting. Um. So, so Logan, no lie, my oh. phone was on sixty percent when we started this conversation. Beach Army has drained my my life my my device to three percent i was at a hundred i'm at 41 yeah wow. so logan you got any questions dude because i know you've been there but you've not actually been inside i mean can can you add to it i mean you've had experiences 
I've had experiences, but nothing with the inside, so I can't right. really contribute to this. So, so what have you got? Any questions that you want to ask? Not really, no. Okay, but would you agree that it's probably one of the scariest places you've been to? On the outside, yeah, but unfortunately, I would really need to be inside to really. If you're if you're scared outside, the inside is ten times ten scarier. times worse. Yeah, unfortunately, really I'll have to go in at some point. So I don't know how we're gonna do that legally. Uh, well, we're not gonna do it legally. Inside, unfortunately, just doesn't cut it. You know what I mean? It's just well, yeah, the amount I of just, the amount of figures that we saw that night, though, Logan, I mean, come on, dude. There must have been 15 spirits running around that night. You, yeah, but you know, as an investigator, being outside is just not going to cut it, you know? I understand. I know There's what you're saying. too many outside, yeah. Yeah, this is the location, though. I would rather go sit outside of it than not go at all. I mean, can I'd, you imagine I'd if we all sat outside the windows, what we would see and what we would hear? That would be really cool to do. If we could all go August 13th, that'd be really cool to do. Let's go. I'm going to try to make that work. I'm going to make that work. Yeah, I'm going to you know, try. This is, this is like going to see an, an old ex-boyfriend that I still love, but it just didn't work out. <laughs> Gypsy, have you got anything to add? No, it's just that it's a very interesting place to be in you get a feeling that you're drunk even though you're not drunk and you just get it you get turned around you feel sick you you sense shadow figures i you um you sense out you sense shadow figures like behind you or just staring at you you feel like somebody's just walking behind you constantly and like you yes. and you have to like constantly look back at your shoulder but it's just a really fun place to be. It's a fun and scary place to be in. Until you until you know and completely have the layout of this building down, you have no idea where you're at in this building. Period. I I remember I remember like just like having a picture in my head. I remember just like as having a picture in my head just tell, just telling myself, just go down in the hallway, there's always stairs there. That's how I figured it out. Yeah. Once here, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's pretty What's... cool, though. The pictures were really good. But hey, listen, can I just clarify? I am not a police officer. I work for PD, so I cannot fix y'all's tickets. So don't ask me. Oh, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> what's your, what's I cannot your... get you out of jail. <laughs> Are you sure about that? I'm sure I'm we could find all like somewhere. Extra meal, but I oh, okay, cool. <laughs> all right, cool. That'll work. <laughs> I know, I've got a cop on DPD. She'll take care of me. So, uh, John, what's your final thoughts on this? Uh, I, we haven't. We've barely touched the tip of the iceberg. We haven't even talked about the mor We haven't talked about the morgue. We haven't talked about um, any of the surgical rooms. Really, like this building is so massive. We could probably sit here and talk about it for the next three hours, on top of what we've already talked about. There will definitely life. have to be a part two. Yeah. 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 There's more stories to be told. A absolutely. I agree with that, yeah. John. And it's it's been two years since any of us have been there. So 
this is still it's still just talking about it's bringing bringing memories back and going through pictures today i was like oh that happened and that and that and we've still got a lot of pictures that haven't that andrew didn't pull up that are insane that we're gonna put we're gonna put on gypsy soul paranormal right that one with the thing on my back we need to post that so i was um we were it was i think it was the first yeah no it was the first floor way back hallways and I'm taking, just taking pictures, snapping pictures into this one little, I don't know what this particular room was. I thought it was a bathroom, but it's got these old school, like, they look like toilets, but they were actually used to dispose of um, biological waste and stuff. So I'm taking pictures into this room, and as I'm taking pictures, I see in the camera this ball of light comes around the corner and comes right at me and hits me, and I go ice cold from head to toe, Okay. Then I said to another investigator, I said, start taking pictures right now. And she took this picture. We'll post it later. Took this picture with this. It looks like a baby hanging on my back. It looks like it's got his arms around my neck. It's arms around my neck. with Just a, a child just hanging on my back. It's you've got to see it. It's it's insane. So we'll have wow. to post that. We'll post that later. So my th- final thoughts and then we'll get on to you, Stacy. Uh, my final thoughts are if you're on an investigation and you're running around an investigation and you, uh, you find something cool, leave it where it is. Do not pick it up. Do not put it in your pocket. Do not take it off the property because you may end up getting someone injured or worse. Like that night at Beach Army Hospital. I forgot that was in my pocket until we got to the hotel. And it wasn't I just grab a it, lighter. It wasn't just you though. It wasn't just you that night. That is, I think, that is the main reason I got jumped the way I did. Because I, if you remember, we didn't between, even talk about all the people we had to sage that night. We were that's what I'm telling people. you. They, yeah. they, were, they were dropping like flies. There was fifteen or twenty people and that we saged I, that night. If I'm not mistaken, we ended the investigation early that night. Uh, it was 15 minutes early. If you remember that night, the clocks went uh, backwards. So they got an extra oh, hour. Yeah, they did. So it was uh, at 2 o'clock. It went back to 1 o'clock, and we stayed till one 1.45. People are just had enough. But my final four, anyway, is is uh, if you plan on visiting this location, don't go in because you're going to jail. Make sure you stay out the grounds. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, if you're on an investigation, leave shit where it is. Don't pick it up because the spirits aren't going to like it. And uh, just be careful. Make sure you're well protected. Whenever I go to that location, I I like taking Logan because Logan takes it off me. <laughs> oh, that's so cute and gay and stuff. But Logan, Logan, feel, Logan feels a lot more than I do out there when he's with me. And I think that's because he's feeling what I'm feeling. It's weird. But yeah, just be careful, guys. Just leave shit where it is. Don't take it because it's not a good idea. Now, that's my final thought. Stacy? Um, I don't have a final thought. I think that everybody should do what they feel is right in their own investigation ways. So I'm not, I'm not the one to tell anybody how to do it. But I do want to mention one thing. My grandson, Sebastian Gilbert, was in an accident uh, three weeks ago where he got paralyzed. Um, if y'all please go onto my Facebook, onto Gypsy Soul Paranormal, I have posted a GoFundMe page. Could y'all please, if you can't give, please share. 
they'd have to get a ramp. They have to get a new car. They have to redo the house uh, in order to get Sebastian home in four weeks. Uh, he's doing a lot better, but he still cannot move and he still cannot walk. So if oh. there's anybody that can help out, that would be absolutely amazing. Um, as far as Beach Army is concerned, there definitely has to be a part two. There's a whole bunch more to come on that one. Um, just be careful. Please do not enter the building. It is against the law. You will get in trouble. Uh, when we say we're entering the building illegal, it is a joke. We are only joking. We are not entering that building illegal. Uh, although I wish they would rent it out to us. But, I wish they uh, would, too. I, I want to say thank you to everybody that joined us tonight. And uh, please share. Please like. Share, share, share. Thank y'all very much on behalf of Reject at the Roundtable. Okay, just before we leave, I just want to tell them where they can find us. Okay. So, if you go to Amazon, you can go to Apple, and you can also go to uh, Spotify. Now, the cool thing about Spotify, if you want to watch it too, you can watch it on Spotify. So, it's a really cool app now. I like Spotify. Uh, and also, Anchor FM. If you want to listen to us, that's where you can find us. Find all the videos and pictures at Gypsy Soul Paranormal. That's where, and also find the GoFundMe, and I'm sorry about that, Stacy. That really sucks. Absolutely. It's okay. And uh, you know, uh, again, on, on behalf of everybody, I'm sorry, Stacy, but on behalf of everybody here, I'm. My name's Andy. You have a good night, Logan. Say good night. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night, good night everyone. Happy good night. See you all later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.